Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Fuller. My guest today is my my dear friend who I haven't spoken to in and since last decade, Jack <laughs> Simpson. I, right? Yeah. I said it's been, been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. How was your holidays? You know, holidays was great. I actually stayed home uh, for the uh, Christmas holiday, and mm-hmm. uh, I went to my father's, and then I went to my in-laws that weekend. So I basically had two Christmases, two Christmas dinners. You know, it was nice. It was nice. How about yours? I had a I had a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. But back to the issue at hand. Um, uh, we're going to talk about creating an uptown neighborhood watch in Albany, and then I'd like to talk a little bit about Rap Road. So, what's going on about a neighborhood watch in the uptown area of Troy? I mean, of Albany. Oh, sorry. Of Albany. <laughs> So, um, as you know, I'm vice president of the Upper Washington Avenue Neighborhood Association. I'm also on the executive committee of the Council of All the Neighborhood Associations. I also have very good ties with um, the Melrose neighborhood as well as the Beverwick uh, neighborhood. They mm-hmm. they border the Upper Washington Avenue neighborhood. So, as you probably know, um, the police department has been running very short with staff. Some people say it's, you know, 50, 60, 70 police officer shorts. Um, the, um, you know, there's, <clears throat> there's been a, a change. Are you been aware of the change to the neighborhood engagement unit? No, I, no, I'm not. So basically, um, the neighborhood engagement unit was shrunk permanently. Um, they now have each uh, beat cop has twice the geographical area to cover than they wow. used to. And there are also new teams with the uh, beat cops working in conjunction with the patrol officers for a you know a fixed amount of time per either day or week where the beat mm-hmm. cops will actually get in the, the police cruisers and, and go on like, you know, um, patrols. And also the, the patrol officers are going to be um, required to get out of the car um, a certain amount of time to spend, you know, to interact and engage with the community. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's some changes in the neighborhood engagement unit in the police department. Um, there's also been, um, so I, I'm in the uptown neighborhood. Um, we don't have a lot of crime in the uptown neighborhood, but we do have crime. We do have um, some burglaries. We do have, um, you know, cars rummaged through some nights. You know, there has been some crime, um, not a lot, but um, I, I, I thought about what can I do as a citizen in the city of Albany, and my idea was to create an uptown neighborhood watch program that's going to encompass my neighborhood as well as the Beverwick and the Melrose neighborhoods and try to, you know, get some more eyes in the street. Also to uh, utilize the C-Click Fix feature. Do you know what C-Click Fix is? I've never heard of it. So C-Click Fix is an app that you can use here in the city of Albany to report issues in your neighborhood, be it code issues, 
be it traffic and safety, um, be it um, general services related, um, zoning. So you can report these issues. And so <clears throat> my thought was, let me create this Uptown Neighborhood Watch program, which, by the way, it's I've had a, a kind of a soft opening for it. I created a Facebook page. Um, I've got, I think, about 200 and maybe 260 members already. Um, wow. But this spring, I'm going to really – you know, dig deep, go door to door, trying to get volunteers that are interested in the program and try to get, you know, email uh-huh. addresses so I can add them to like an alert system. So when there is something going on in the neighborhood, I want to send out an alert to make sure everybody knows what's going on. So mm-hmm. that's my plan this this spring for the Uptown Neighborhood Watch program to go live. Wow. And how do you think that's going to benefit the community? I think it's going to be a great thing for the community. I think it's going to make us feel a little more safer than we may feel otherwise. Um, I think it's really important for us to protect our community, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the more eyes in the street, the more people watching for issues. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's a variety of issues. There's vacant buildings. Um, you know, there's a lot of issues out there. So I think if we really work together in, you know, in conjunction with the different agencies in the city of Albany, we're going to be in a better spot. Better spot. Great. And, and I think since I last spoke to you, you are now on the uh, cable access um, committee. So it's the uh, Public Education and Government Access Oversight Board for the city of Albany. Um, yep. Okay. So I was I was uh, unanimously appointed by the Albany Common Council um, for a three-year term as a, a board member on, on the we call it the PEG board. So the PEG board oversees the operations of the Channel Albany Studio at the Albany Public Library, um, mm-hmm. and oversees the uh, operation. You know the um, you know the uh, studio coordinator um, as well as the expenditure of funds on equipment. And um, we review memorandums of understanding between the city of Albany and other entities associated with public access. And what what will your new your, your new role in that group? Sure. So uh, now I'm a board member, and um, I actually I am chairing a subcommittee right now. It's the uh, planning. Uh, it's the uh, Equipment Planning Subcommittee, and we are charged with uh, planning the upgrades to the um, Albany Common Council Chambers, mm-hmm. as well as upgrades to the Channel Albany Studio. And um, we're, we're really um, we're moving forward. We actually have a meeting scheduled at 5.30 on January 30th at the, um, the Common Council Chambers at Albany City Hall, uh, where we're going to talk about uh, the equipment needs that we've come up with for the council chambers, the studio, and talk about potential mm-hmm. vendors, potential vendors to reach out to for installation and training on the equipment. Now, now the um, cable access in, in the city of Albany. What what's on it? What channel? And do you feel it's making an impact on the community? So um, the channels are uh, Spectrum 1301 is the um, the public channel, 
1302, I think, is the education channel. 1303 is the government channel. Um, okay. And yes, I I do think it's making a, a an impact on the city of Albany uh, because you know public access is a a real stage where anybody from the city of Albany, no matter where you're from, can come and really showcase you know a talent, you know showcase our diversity, our creativity. Um, it's a beautiful vehicle for the citizens to really you know, put themselves out there, and there's nothing better than watching yourself on television, you know, even till today. Uh, so I, I'm a big, big uh, fan of public access. I've been very involved with it since the studio shut down two years ago, um, but I really kept on it, and I'm really proud of what I've come to being on the board. So the, what kind of programming is on public access? Oh, boy, it's a range. Um we have programming that has religious. Um, there's a uh, what's the one? I think it's called On Point. It's like a, a, a religious Bible study show. Um, mm-hmm. There is LGBT shows. There is a show. I think it's called. Uh, oh gosh. There's oh there's um. Oh, what's it called? I think it's called Tempo. Oh, it's Don Hyman's show, Tempo Spectrum, maybe. Um, Mm-hmm. It's about um, music. He's he's very involved with music. Um, there's a, just there's a range, a bunch of different types of shows. Um, you know, Citizens for Public Transportation. They have a show. Right. Um, I think there's a Solarize Albany show, advocating for solar power. Um, so yeah, there's there's a whole range. And is there a slot for people who might want to have their own show? Well, yeah. It, I mean, if anybody is interested in having their own show, they can, you know, go to our Facebook page or go to our um, – we have a website um, where you can look and uh, email. You know, I think it's like Channel Albany. It's the Channel Albany email address. You can email them and say you're interested in a show and, and really kind of pitch the idea to the uh, studio coordinator. And then, you know, when there's an opportunity, you could you could come in and, and – uh, the big thing is every show – you do need a producer, so you do need to have a producer that can be on hand to 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 produce the show. What do you mean by that? So it used to be where the studio coordinator would be kind of a producer, but as of right now, if things have you know changed where we require if you're going to have a show, you need somebody there to be a producer, learn how to to work some of the stuff. So, in other words, the library does not furnish that information. Somebody who wants to show would have to have a paid person come with them and no, help like, them. No, like a like a helper. Not doesn't have to be a paid person. Okay. Okay. Now, let's say I wanted to do my own. Let's say focus on Albany. Um. What would what would be required for me to do that? You would have to have somebody also as like a designated producer to be there to help. Okay. Because it, it used to be it used to be on the studio coordinator in many many respects, but we have, we've had to change that because it became a little too burdensome. So okay. we had, that's why we had to change things a little bit. 
So the library does not furnish that person? No. Okay. No, the library has been absolutely gracious to have afforded us our, the space for the library, and uh, we really appreciate it very much. Okay. And the other topic I feel that is really important, and you and I have done shows about it, we've talked about it. What's going on with Rap Road? So Rap Road, um, from what I understood, um, Pyramid Corporation submitted their draft scope for the environmental impact statement, and now it's with the town of Gildalyn to review the draft scope and decide whether or not it is complete. And if it's complete, then it becomes a public. It becomes open to the public for inspection, and then there's public comment period. Um, so that's where we're at right now. Um, there is a Costco proposed Costco store um, right at the intersection of Crossgates Mall Road and Rap Road, um, and uh, they're talking about putting. I think it's about 160,000 square foot, and also it's going to talk about. It's, they're talking about fuel, putting in fuel pumps. So. Um... You know, the impact statement or the impact of this would be to create a lot more traffic, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, as, as like right now with the way Crossgates is, there is issues with the ring roads in certain areas with traffic, with, you know, bottlenecking going on. Um, I would I believe at wholeheartedly that with a Costco, with a 222-unit apartment building with gas, a lot of cars coming and going, um, that ring road is going to become a very congested area of town. Um, and it's going to be bumper to bumper. It's going to be gridlock, and it's it's not going to be good. So that's that's exactly what I think is going to happen. And has there been talk about uh, putting in more buses or more public transportation, if that goes through. Well, I don't know if you've been to the mall lately, but do you remember how when you would turn in to go to, like, where the food court is and the bus stop was right there when you turn into right. Crossgates? They've moved mm-hmm. it. They moved it all the way yeah. over to where Burlington Co. Factory is now, which is very smart. I think that was a very wise move. Um but, yeah, um, the 220-unit apartment building, I think they're going to have a bus stop right on Rap Road. But, you know, generally they're going to be dependent on that transit center that just got moved to Burlington Co. Factory, a lot of the places up there. Um, but, yeah, I think the ring road is going to become over, you know, over capacity and it's, just, it's not going to be good. Now, I had gone to some meetings that you were at. Um, what's the status is that what we're talking about now, the meetings that I had done where you were, um, the development of Costco, right? Well, we didn't know about Costco at that point in time. Um, all we knew about was a 220-unit apartment complex. Costco okay. came later. Wow. Okay, so how, how, how does it look for the apartment complex? Well, I think it's going to go through. Um, the the thing I'm most concerned about is the impact on the Rap Road Historical District. 
which is right down the street from this 222-year you know, apartment complex. So mm-hmm. um, I know that there has been talk about potentially creating a bypass route that would have the appropriate standards for, you know, pedestrian and bicycle travel, an alternative route that would bypass the Rapport Historical District. I don't think anything's written in stone about it, though. So, you know, I, I mean, it's been put out there, but who knows if it's going to actually happen. Okay. Wow. So if people are concerned about this issue, what can they do? Definitely um, keep an eye on the Town of Gilderland website for the planning board um, for updates. And when it comes time for public comments, definitely come and speak up on behalf of, you know, either the Rat Road Historical District, either the Save the Pine Bush, or the Gilderland Coalition for Responsible Growth. Those, those are the three big groups involved. Plus residents in the Gilwin, residents in Albany side. So, you know, I've known you for his last spring. And, you know, I've known you to be a political animal. So, right, would you phrase yourself like that? Well, I would consider myself a good person to have on your side if you're running for office, because I really do work hard for for candidates. So this is going to be a really interesting year for candidates. Um, what do you see on the horizon? Well, um, you know, I'm going to be helping Paul Tonko get reelected. I'm going to be helping Pat Fahey uh, get reelected. Um, I Pretty sure if Senator President's running again, I'll be helping him. And, um, you know, I'm really not quite decided on, you know, the national Democratic ticket right now. Um, have you thought about it much? I have. <laughs> and I'm not and, saying a word. <laughs> That's right, lady. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm watching Iowa. Um it's looking kind of like a four-way tie at the moment. I think Bernie's pulling ahead a little bit, no latest poll, but um, who knows? Anybody? Anybody mm-hmm. with Trump? <laughs> so. You know, for all the political junkies like ourselves, this will be a great year for selling popcorn, wouldn't you think? <laughs> It's definitely going to be a show, you know, whatever may happen, whatever's going to play out. Right. So what's on the horizon to Zach Simpson? Oh, as far as this week? <laughs> yeah, in the near future. Oh, you know, I, uh, you know I'm very involved with Kena, so I, I think I may, you know, um, Rise up to a you know different role there. Um, you know, just really staying involved with the community. I really, I really, I like going to different neighborhood associations. I like going to you know mm-hmm. common council meetings. Um, I really like staying involved with what's going on in the city. Um, so. I you know I've been to common council meetings, and I gotta say, the acoustics at those meetings. 
are terrible. It's hard to hear anybody speak. Would you agree? Yes. And that's why my subcommittee is really looking to upgrade a lot of that equipment, um, make it more, you know, user-friendly, make it more clear so people can actually hear what people are saying, um, and, you know, improve the cameras. Um, you know, we're looking at some really great cameras um, as possible replacements where you can zoom in on people talking, you know, not just, you know, two different shots where you can't zoom in and out. So that's that's going to be a good a good change. You know, this year, every, all eyes are going to be on what's going to go on in Washington. And I did a show the other day where I talked about people should be aware of what's going on in in their communities in the city and county of Albany. And you know, after this year, then we're going to go to the city races. Do you see any any upsets, any big changes, or do you think everything's going to remain on the steady field as right as it is right now? You talking national or city? City. Um, you know, I think um, you know, I think we'll see a little bit of change in the council. Not like last time, where I think it was half the council was brand new. The last election, mm-hmm. um, they had a, mm-hmm. like you know fifty percent turnover, so I don't think we're going to see that. But I think we'll see you know a few new faces in the council for sure, um, and um, you know we'll see uh, we'll see if Mayor Sheehan's running again. And I think Darius mm-hmm. Sean the part for treasurer, he'd be up again. Um, so right. yeah, remains to be seen. Do you think Zach Simpson is going to have a role in running for office? <laughs> you know that's a good question, and I will say, I th- yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I you know I do think I have the ability to run for office if I'm so inclined, uh, but I'm not in the position to really talk about that right right now. Okay, so um, the, the next couple of months are going to be interesting. And getting into the presidential race, and of yep. course, like I said, next year it'll be very interesting. So, um, <laughs> now let's touch base and uh, let me know from time to time what's going on with you, because I'd love to do more focus on Albany shows with you. Sounds great. Sounds great. Thank you, Cynthia, Thank very you. much. So, in the uh, closing moments of our show. Do you have anything to add? Just that I'm really looking forward to petitioning this year. It's going to be another cold one, but um, I'm really looking forward to getting out there, pounding the pavement, and helping our candidates uh, keep, you know, keep 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 the county blue, keep the state blue, and hopefully keep the U.S. well, make the U.S. blue get Trump out of there. <laughs> keep the county blue. Is there any question that it wouldn't stay blue? You know, I got to tell you, I'm from the Hilltowns where it was blue forever, and it's definitely shifted, so never say never. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Right. Wow. Yeah, the, the town I grew up in, it's, it's very, it's shifted totally politically. You're from Burn, right? Knox. 
Knox. Um, I know it was one of those two places. So you <laughs> have been listening to Zach Simpson. Uh, Zach, for everybody that lives in your district or wants to get involved politically and might want to get in contact with you, how could they do so? Oh gosh, I you can find me on Facebook. Um I uh I have I have this uh, I have my own Facebook. I have an in the know Facebook page. Um which you know, you can go to the Uptown Neighborhood Watch program page and that has my contact, my email address and my phone number. So, you know, there's plenty of ways to get in touch with me. So you have been listening to In the Know with Zach Simpson. And if you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, download on your smartphone, subscribe to iTunes if you have a comment about the show, hashtag Focus on Albany. Zach, it's been great talking to you. Happy New Year. I want to, I'd love to talk with you again, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Thank you, Cynthia. Good talking with you. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye.